This week on Zen and Not Zen, Pro Time Edition. You can totally edit this out. No. This, what the fuck was in that joint you gave me? I had one hit and I am so high right now. I am having an existential crisis right now. I am outside of my body. I literally never smoke weed when I'm here with you. I I never smoke weed with you guys. And today I was like, oh. I don't have to anything to do for a little while. I'll have one little yeah, hit. To My tolerance is up again. I'm smoking weed at the end of the night. I literally have one hit of that and <laughs> I am flying on Jupiter right now. I'm like, I have to drive. I'm going to have to sit on your couch for an hour. I'm not going to be able to leave, Adam. Okay. We'll watch like Rick and Morty. For uh, cool. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you, as soon as we end this podcast, I'm going to have to go into silent mode. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I am struggling right now. Getting through that black hole talk, I was having a panic attack. <laughs> I, I took everything in me to stay in my body, talking about the existence of a black hole and how the universe ends and starts. <laughs> I'm having struggle city right now. Remember, remember when you- and then I'm like trying to act all serious and then I get really aware that all of us are trying to pretend like we're not on fucking cloud nine right now or fucking, I don't know where we are right now. Oh, Different galaxies. And we're all being oh, like very man. yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. That is <laughs> oh, like, yeah. can we all admit that I am yeah. so yeah. fun? What is in this? What is in this? <laughs> Bro time. Bro time. Oh baby, 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 won't you come to me? Baby, show me who you are. Oh yeah. Sweet to me, like sugar to my heart, baby. <laughs> I got it. It was literally the last fucking line. Holy shit. Oh my god. None of that. Uh, yeah, none of it rang a bell until the last bit. I saw the light bulb happen. Holy shit. That's fantastic. Good deal. Oh man. Um, I, so I you have... got it a couple minutes in. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Yeah, so. I was. I, I I started to pick it up. You know, a lot of those songs, like 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 Taylor Swift, for example. Like yeah. I've never listened to one of those those songs. Shake it off. That's the only. That's the but only one but I can and name. that's it. Like I couldn't name any song from Shake Taylor Swift. Yeah. But if uh, if somebody played me something, or maybe the you know the hook or something like one of the popular parts, but then I'd be like, oh yeah, I've heard that yeah, part yeah. of it. But see, that's actually uh, because I the only reason why I know that, that one is because that hook. one's that yeah. one's called the hook. Like you know, Blues Travelers, Blues Travelers. Blues yeah, yeah. yeah. Hook. Blues Travelers got a hook, a hit song called Blues Travelers. No, they call no, it called the, the hook. hook, or just uh, hook. The hook, uh, hook. The hook. Yeah. hook brings you back. Remember the blues? I started singing it as the Mandy Yeah, the first. I only know run. Yeah, I haven't listened to fucking. Man, that was a good. That was a pretty good album. I need to do. I need to get down with blues travel. Dude, I think dude John Popper can blow the fucking harmonica like nobody Sometimes else, I'm man. Like Make it win, and then begin to see what you do. It'd be the same. TV is not for free. This OPC is killing me. So desperately, I sing to me of love. Great song. You should check it out, man. You know, I never really followed the Blues Travelers. After Dude that, lives over I here. I know that he? he. They kept making music, but I just never really. I don't know if he lives over here. I was I, on a. Bu- I was on the school bus one time, and I was blasting Blues Travelers in my headphone, and uh-huh. someone tapped tracks. me on my shoulder and goes, "Are you listening to like Celtic music?" Because I've just had 
harmonica beaming <laughs> out of Fuck, my yeah. headphones. Those old school, school 90s yeah. yeah. like I know exactly yeah. what this motherfucker is. A little is. soft foam <laughs> yeah. over it. I actually, I met John Popper in an airport um, coming back in LAX. I was coming back from uh, Australia. And we, Fuck, I was that flight is brutal. That was 15 hours. Yeah. yeah straight, straight yeah. shot to LAX. But it was Qantas, decent, decent seats and yeah. shit. But I'm getting off the plane and, uh, and I look over and I recognize the face, but I couldn't remember where because this was after John Popper lost like. 200 pounds oh, yeah, yeah. and so his face Drew was still Gary. that kind of pudgy yeah. face yeah. and he had the hat on the signature hat with the turquoise and shit yeah. but this really tiny body and i'm like i know this person know but like it just looks i just i can't put it it was like a cartoon version of him like a reverse caricature you <laughs> yeah. know and now he's like now i can move freely through the world totally like, but I, I went up and introduced myself he was a really sweet guy Aww. yeah he's a really sweet man yeah, yeah. blues travelers fuck yeah man my uh youngest has recently gotten into blues travelers i they're great. Yeah. Loose Traveler. Loose Traveler. Loose Traveler. Oh, it's kind of like Lego. Pike's Place. Like... Pike's Place. Pike's Place. Loose Travelers. Loose Travelers. Fred Myers. Yeah, Fred Myers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of Fred Meyer, um, last night, Mandy and I got uh, uh, Instacart groceries, or she ordered Instacart groceries from Fred Meyer. Yeah. And the guy that was picking up our groceries, apparently every every store I've gone into, like the the aisles are completely bare. Like there's just no stock anywhere. And so he was texting us. Yeah. And so he was texting us like every five minutes was like, Hey, they don't have this. Hey, don't have that. So already this shopping trip has become a nightmare for him because he's just texting us every five minutes to have no replace shit. And so I felt really bad. His name is Terry. Um, And then he texts (laughs) us like 20 minutes later, a picture of his car and someone had broken into his car in the parking lot of Fred Meyer. And so he's like, I'm really sorry I'm late. I've, you oh. know, I had this. And we're like, oh, my God. After all of this time that he's been texting us, he's been in there extra long probably because of us. And so I felt terrible. And then he dropped off the groceries. And one of the uh, 12 pack of Cokes was completely demolished and it was all covered in dirt and I could just picture that was the last fucking straw for him like he was bringing in our groceries and the bottom of the fucking 12 pack of Coke bust open and 12 individual Cokes rolling down the fucking hill and I was like Terry I am so I was just imagining his fucking day yesterday I got my car broken into it fucking net loss on the Instacart for me that would have been the moment I started of crying not when my car Jesus. got broken into but when the 12 so of coke funny. just ran down the fucking yeah, that would have been it yeah you could just tell just when end it it's like you've seen we all know what a fucking full can that's rolled down the driveway looks like yeah, yeah. yeah. just like oh my god that is terrible shout out to terry oh fucking terry i was uh so i used to deliver pizzas for papa john back in the day <clears throat> and i you know i think i've said this before on this podcast i wasn't the best pizza driver mm-hmm. i've since grown in my work ethic but at that time <laughs> I, I smoked a lot of weed and delivered pizzas. As I would expect, it, one it was great. Pizza At the time, he smoked a lot of weed, guys, and delivered pizzas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a yes and. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I remember this one time I was delivering pizzas. Uh, there was two, and uh, and I was walking up to the house, and I kind of like stepped sideways, I guess, on part of their like rockery, and I fell, and the pizzas fell. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I was like, picked myself up and it was kind of at the front of the driveway. So I still had some time. I don't know if they saw me there yet. So I like went back to my truck real quick and I opened up the pizzas. The top one was fine. I'm like, cool. Bottom one, 
not fine. Yeah. Uh, all this, all the toppings had slid to oh. one side because when I fell, it was just like, yeah. and so I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to deal with this. I'm like, Take what like can that I do? top of the coupon. <laughs> don't do the coupon page <laughs> yes. and use the coupon the page receipts. to pull it up. So that's a great idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. <laughs> that would have been a good one. I used my cigarette pack. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. no! Campbell specialized, and I'm no. like, boom! And I just smoothed the cheese back out as best. It looked like, horrible, like oh. smoothing out drywall. Dude, it was so oh, God. bad. But just I put it on the bottom just in case they were like, "Ooh, pizza!" And they like checked it, so I Top put it on the great. bottom one. And then I just walked up there. I'm like, "Hey, you know, fourteen ninety five. And uh, dude paid me, and I just sprinted to my ran. But I don't think I, I never heard a I, I don't remember hearing a callback. Not that like it would have mattered. Well, it was my... before the time of like you, you know you can call the app or take a picture. Like it's too much effort at that point. So yeah. you're like ah, I'm just gonna eat these cigarette pieces of pizza. <laughs> well, it's so funny. I mean, I think I, I think I told us we got pizza one time from a small town place, and uh, they fucked up like every aspect of like you know my granted my friend who ordered it was ordering a fucked up fucked up you know scenario it's like just get just get a cheese pizza you know it was yeah. one of those yeah. it was one of those but the thing came up like none of that shit that she said was right and they didn't even slice it i'm like okay i'm, not, I'm, not. I'm like i've never seen that like a non-sliced pizza before. I'm like, fucking shit. that's the old fuck you fuck, yeah. fuck me right yeah, yeah, yeah okay, out, bitch. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cut your own shit, bitch. <laughs> fucking unsplashed. God, I wish I would have thought of that when yeah, I worked at Bubba John. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, I mean, I don't think it was a, like, because, you know, I was watching what was going on. Like, it was, I I don't think it was a fuck you. It was not a, it was not a well-run operation. Like, the mom, like, had her kid in a playpen, like, literally oh. just oh, right to the yeah. next to the thing. And it's just like, okay. And then, like, the boyfriend dad thing and yes. I'm just like, oh so you're doing the best you can today yeah, okay great right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 probably invest in a fucking knife yeah <laughs> just just one you can read yeah yeah hey i i understand you're working hard shit let's not baby proof the even a sharp really. like little <laughs> shovel or something i don't need a knife i was actually i did a sound bath last night at a private residence and uh, they've got a little one i think it's about like one year old now and uh, and it was it was fucking ingenious like so most parents will like baby proof the house right for the baby like put the socket covers on and all this shit this person baby proofed the baby from the place right so like the christmas tree had a baby gate around it and like the vase had like a baby gator like all the all the things had like get the fuck they away were protecting from ba- it from the baby yeah, exactly that the baby is from hilarious like, you guys are awesome i've never seen it turned around <laughs> before like that. just like fucking yeah big like uh like a, like a cozy cone right yeah. <laughs> yeah. it reminded me of this uh simpsons episode back in the day uh it was uh homer went around and started they were baby proof in the house and homer went around and started drawing little bunny ears on all the, st- the outlets the plugs and uh, and Marge is like, why are you why are you drawing bunny ears on all the plugs or on the outlets? <laughs> Maggie's not afraid of bunny rabbits. She's and he's like, she will be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Homer. Ah, uh, yeah, the Simpsons are just you know classic. such a classic thing. They uh, they wrote out. Um, I don't watch Simpsons anymore, but they're no longer uh, Homer's no longer going to choke Bart. Oh, right on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't they write out Apu also? Apu got written out. Yeah. Uh, I also I <clears throat> just read this either two day like two days ago. I didn't know this, but the uh, Michael Jackson episode's not available on streaming anymore. I don't oh, know there's I that one. so many shows of like 
that I, I was like, where is that episode? I want to find this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, right. They another, did blackface another, in that episode. They pulled like, it. Going back to like owning physical media again. Uh-huh. Something I'm kind of shifting back to, yeah. unfortunately. But no, you, the, the Michael Jackson episode where Homer goes to the, the loony bin and meets the guy who says he's Michael Jackson. Oh, but I do remember. It's oh. voiced by Michael Jackson, but it's oh. not actually. Yes. Doesn't look yeah. like Michael Jackson. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, so they don't do that one on. I was reading up on it. So the fucking producers are like. Yeah, like, so one of the producers legitimately is like, we think, I think fucking, uh, Jet, you know, this is all after the Neverland documentary came mm-hmm. out. Okay. Which I, I think we've had. I don't think I've seen that yet. I saw the first oh, half of it. It's, it's not it's, an easy watch. It's rough. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really rough. Is it, like, evidence? Like, real evidence it's, about? Uh, victims. Yeah, yeah. First I, okay. Okay. I, again, as someone who's, I, I didn't finish the other half, I find it you know, kind of hard to believe that someone would, as someone a couple years older than me would sit there for two hours and sit there and lie. Yeah, yeah about like, something it's, like that. It's, it's pretty compelling. And they got pretty pretty decent details. Yeah. And, not decent. I mean, pretty hard-hitting yeah, details. Yeah. But the the main victim was, do you remember, oh, what is his name? He is the choreographer for NSYNC and Britney Spears, like early in the early 2000s. But he was like around all the yeah. time. Wade. His name was Wade something. I remember hearing about that. So that he was the main main character or main victim of that documentary, which I didn't realize. Because so Michael Jackson had kind of like scouted him as a young kid and was like, Mm. I can see this kid dance. I want to mentor him. And then his mom would constantly drop him off at Neverland Ranch. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Well, Robinson, Wade Robinson. Is mm. so is Michael Jackson feeling the same vehemence as like an R. Kelly because of all this, I don't, or is this still because? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think people still kind of play the devil's advocate, or still kind of choose to, to mm. separate the art from the artist, or mm, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a weird situation because every other celebrity that has anything, it's like immediate cancellation, yeah. except for Michael Jackson. I mean, I can't say that like Whoa. Bill Cosby is as big as Michael Jackson, but Bill Cosby's a pretty Big the one thing I will say is that wide reach, wide reach. Yeah. Like I mean, there's very few that are in this Michael Jackson category. Totally. I think you just totally brought one up, which yeah. would be Bill Cosby. Well, I think the Felt main like trade almost oh, when 100%. that one came down. Yeah, and I'm I think you that. could argue anybody who does things like Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, you have to be mentally ill to be doing that thing, yeah. those things. And but I think he so. actually was mentally ill, Michael Jackson. So I think people tend to give him a little more leeway, like. Oh, he had a, you know, oh, but this, yeah. and oh, he thought he was a child, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, so I think there's a little more leeway for him in that regard okay. for some reason, yeah. but yeah. It's, 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 I mean, and I, I, don't, I don't bring that up to judge anybody. You but know, there's just, no, like, boycott. Yeah, yeah. It's just interesting to no see, like, music what from we, streams. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. What we give lenience to in some ways, and then we justify and, or hold people accountable in a strong other ways, you know? It's, and I would say, like, even after he passed, I would say, like, oh, maybe it's because he's, he he passed away and that's why people are giving him kind of leeway. But even when he was alive, he was kind of getting that. So yeah. shit. Now that I think about it, I mean, that was that was almost fifteen years ago. First of all, that yeah. Was, but uh, didn't they sue the doctor? He had that doctor that was living with him or some yeah, the shit. Propofol. Right. Doctor. Yeah. The doctor had to go to jail or was getting yeah. sued for some shit. Right, yeah. You know, because basically he was a yes guy to a fucking wealthy guy, which happens all the fucking time. Yeah. But yeah. you know. Most people didn't write fucking thriller, mm-hmm. so like yeah. we give a shit more. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Fucking yeah. savage. How do we yeah. get on Simpsons? 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Simpsons then um, by Yeah, and then just like, like, really yeah, baby proofing <laughs> houses. <laughs> baby proofing houses. That's well, right. You know, there it is. I just really hope now that like something nefarious doesn't come out about Prince. Oh, uh, I'm a I'm a rock your world right now. I'm a rock your world. He put women in the hospital multiple times. Uh, Really? He almost yes. Wow. I I mean, not only like Apollonia, but Wendy and Lisa, backup singers, not like physically, but like emotionally abusive to them. He went after Sinead O'Connor physically. Wow. Like Sinead O'Connor talked about um, a story about where Prince like chased her around his compound. Wow. He was very violent towards women. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Fucking hell, man. Yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, I I can't, not, again, I'm not justifying this at all, but it's just, I think that shows that we all have something that we're dealing with. Yeah. And and you you get to those points where you don't, nobody says no to you anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, in those, the you know, if you haven't managed whatever demons you're working with in your life, then those things very much get just like exasperated. Yeah. I mean, luckily, I mean, but, but you know, there's, there's people like Macaulay Culkin, mm-hmm. you know, or even uh fucking, what's the, the fucking, uh, oh gosh, Justin Bieber. Yeah. Right. Who's making, so I would say both of them really fell off the deep end as youngsters, mm-hmm. right? Because nobody's saying no to you. You're making millions and millions of dollars, right? Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Uh, but as you start to get older, it's like you realize like the, the consequences of that freedom, right? Mm-hmm. If you can make it to that age, hopefully, yeah. right? And Macaulay Culkin definitely did, has turned his life around, has done a great job from an outsider. I don't know fucking shit about Macaulay Culkin, mm. except for yeah. what I see on TV, right? I think he's a great um, individual. But, you know, but hearing even accounts from like somebody like Justin Bieber, who, you know, what, within the last 10 years came through Seattle and just like pissed off and was banned from 90% of the fucking nightclubs because yeah. he kept walking out on his tab and shit. Sure. But, you know, but now it, you know, it seems like he's starting to understand the value of being a human being and yeah. not just being a fucking dumb shit. Well, and just like that, I mean, I was an asshole in my 20s no, and like, yeah. stra- like, it's just, I, they're just growing up in the public eye. But then Justin Bieber, like, you know, he got sucked into Hillsong, that crazy ass cult church. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like, so he's, I don't <laughs> know if he's still a part of it, but like, it just like the, one of those mega churches. So yeah. he's, I mean... You gotta watch yeah. out for shit, man. People, people, you know, sing a good song, but you gotta watch out what's behind it. You know, let's <laughs> be honest. Hell. Bieber really sing a good song. He does. I was. I'll talking, give him that. That was a metaphor. Just happened to be about a musician. I was talking more about the churches or people out there. So there's one of my favorite quotes that I've ever heard that I that I live by and not live by, but I really reference a lot uh, in personal life and, and when talking with others. But it's when you meet the Buddha on the road, you kill the Buddha. Right. And so that means basically if somebody comes across your path and was like, hey, Kenzie, I've got everything that you need. Mm -hmm. I can make you happy. Mm -hmm. I can give you wealth. I can give you all the things because I know you and I know how to make you fucking run. The answer is me. Yes. Right. So it's that just that it's that realization, too, that, you know, and this is something I talk to my clients a lot about is like you're your own healer. Yeah. Like the person or people around you can help you. They can hold space. They can give you modalities. They can check in on you. But you're doing the work. Yeah. You're moving the boulders. So if somebody is claiming they have those answers for you, healthy skepticism. Yeah. Right. I, uh, especially like growing up with all that, like religious trauma, like anybody who said, like you said, like, you know, this, these are the rules you have to follow. These are the ones that I've come up with. These are the ones that this book says you have to do to a T and this is how you find your salvation or whatever. And I'm like, I'm, I'm running away from that. But anyone, anytime someone gives me the reins, then I was like, Oh, okay. Let me, let me listen in a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I heard somebody say a while back that was, uh, you know, religion is, uh, here's this book of rules. If you don't follow it, you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. 
and spirituality is like, hey, here's a general idea. Uh, you write your own book. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just mm. do, let me know how do what's right for you. Yeah. See, in general, that's kind of, as someone who is neither of those things, really. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I kind of believe in is karma, and that's the only thing that I can kind of not put a tangible thing to. Totally. But yeah, no, I mean, the you know, the mega church thing or all this shit, the fucking rules and whatnot. I mean, at its root, I think most of these are trying to make you be a decent person. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should. You know, whether we need to negative reinforce that, you know, is a whole other fucking thing. Right. Yeah, but someone else's idea of good and your idea of good can be completely different things. Well, and that, I and don't it, know what you're talking about. <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone who lives with a female un, unwed and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Blasphemy, right? Oh, yeah. my blasphemy. God. Blasphemy. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other uh, analogy about religion and spirituality that I reference a lot is... Uh, uh, religion is for people that are scared of hell. Uh, spirituality is people that have been through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you, yep. know, you go through it, you figure well, it I've out. I've always, I've always thought of people's kind of gravity, gravity, or gravity, you know, whatever. Because again, I do, I still, you know, smoke a decent amount of ganj to approach life. That's how I yeah. get through it. But so some people use religion for that. But it's just like I've always equated it with a lot of people being scared of death. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I'm not really thrilled about the idea of death, but it's also like I pretty my take on it is that I'm probably just gonna wind up as some bones, Ooh. probably in the you know, yeah, most likely in an oven, right. maybe in the yeah. ground, and then I'll just kind of turn yeah. into some, you know, whatever fertilizer. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's, that's great. Whenever that happens, rock and roll. Prefer totally. to happen later than sooner. My outlook on that's changed. You know, when I was younger. In a slightly darker time, it was sooner rather than later. We've, yep. sub- we've subsequently shifted. Yeah. <laughs> but, Definitely. You know, and that's yeah. and that's the thing too is like it doesn't like religion, spirituality, atheism, even Satanism, right? Yeah. It it doesn't naturist, right? It doesn't matter how you approach life. Like all of those, if you look at the basic understanding of any of those modalities that approach life, the basis is be a good person. Mm-hmm. And then from out, outside of that, there's like little things, right? Even Satanism, right? Satanism, like their basic idea is do whatever the fuck you want, but just don't hurt people doing it. Right. Right? So like it's – a lot of it's in the interpretation. And this is actually funny because I'm, I'm bringing a guest on in my other show uh, coming up and we're actually talking about this. But I think there's so many different ways to approach it because there's so many different humans, right? And we yeah. all have different ways we're going to approach life. And it's not really about the text that you're reading. It's how you interpret the text, which can be dangerous. um, But it can also lead to a lot of freedom within you because if you can understand that there are interpretive messages within all of the text, then that gives you the freedom to move between all of the texts without taking them literally and seeing the themes of them, right? And seeing the themes of be a good person. Don't fucking, you know, don't kill people. Don't fucking hurt people, right? Yeah. Whatever it is, right? Respect don't your bang neighbor. your neighbor's wife. Right, yeah. you know, but when it starts to get Unless to like... they have a pineapple uh, on their front. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or you see them at the grocery store and that yeah. pineapple's upside down. <laughs> is that a new thing? Oh, that's swingers, man. Oh, all right. Pineapples. Pineapples. Did you do a podcast that on that? You didn't know pineapples and swingers? No, I didn't know oh, pineapples and swingers. I don't know how man. I learned about that. Yeah, it's like their code... Code... code. Uh, Pineapple upside down. I've never oh, seen it. Never seen it at the grocery store, but I'm always fucking looking. <laughs> always you know, I'm gonna throw pineapple upside down next time. Just see what the fuck happens. You don't have to say yes. No, you don't. I you can just be like, like, oh, what do you mean? I was fixing this pineapple. It's 
Isn't this the way pineapples go? Good, sir. <laughs> <laughs> just be on my way to the raspberries. Yeah, just be holding Monica's hand like fucking weirdly through the grocery store. Like some weird open palm. Yeah. Like weird open palm. Like her hand is set like, up. Like yeah, oh, yeah. open palm. Yeah. Fucking weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody holds their hands like that, but you do with the pineapple yeah. upside down in the grocery store. Yeah. Just call each other lava. What yeah. what milk, what kind of milk should we get, Lava? Oh, oh Lava, can you oh, grab Oh, Lava. The, can you grab the, the, the cultured butter, Lava? <laughs> when I was working at Jill's one time, uh, when I was still serving, I was working at a group in the private room, and it was a private group. And the it was on a weeknight, and mostly for the weeknights, we didn't have the upstairs open. We just had downstairs open. Upstairs was just for private events. And so there was nobody upstairs, like a Tuesday night, nobody upstairs, just me and this group. It's like 30 people in the back. And... uh and it was cool. They were cool. They were cool. They were like, we're having a good time. They're conversating, you know, they're interactive, which is always fun. You know, some people just don't like, they treat you like the help. Yeah, yeah, These yeah. people are like, hey, what's up? You know, Adam, yeah, come over here. Part of the experience. Like, cool, all right. You the, know? Yeah, when they treat you like, they, they like hand you plates and shit. Like, yeah. I wasn't trying to bust right, right now, Right, yeah, but I guess I'll take it. Right. But through the three-hour event, uh, they got extra nice and, and nicer. And, mm-hmm. and then... I walked back there at one point and there was like a cuddle puddle <laughs> right by one of the pool tables. Just like three girls and a guy just fucking going at it. And I'm like, and everybody's just like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Cocktails All drinking, drinking pineapple juice. And, right? yeah. yeah, I have to think back about that now. And I'm Malibu like, pine. Uh-huh. And then it, it, like I finally put it together. It's a big swingers group. Nice. Like, I don't know if they were pre-funking or if they were just hoping I would But how nice and welcoming they are. There. They were sweet. Yes. They were so sweet. A buddy um, of mine got married at a fucking swingers place. Oh, all right. What? A wedding, a wedding venue. It's in Everett. I don't know if it's still there. It's called a manor. So it's, it's literally a wedding venue some of the time and then like during the weekdays to swingers know, right for all all so, right yeah. so shit face robin at like 21's like talking to the staff like yeah hey, i fucking hear this is a swingers place like you're drunk sir i'm like ah it's not a fucking denial <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need to leave all right yeah good talk <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell well so uh so 2023 yeah that's yeah, so we're coming to an end here i know i was trying to think about stuff last night and it didn't do shit it feels like a long time and it also feels like a short time when did we start this podcast was it last year two years ago uh let's see robin and i have been doing it for three years we started it like like COVID. 20 right uh, in COVID. 21 and i think you came on about a year and a half after that's wild so about a year and a half I think. yeah yeah that's crazy. crazy yeah yeah and it's just it's so and that's i talk to people about this all the time because like Thank you for all the people that listen, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but we're not making any money at this, right? No. This is just three people that get together and hang out. Even my other podcast that I have that yeah. I take, you know, like I have guests on, all this shit, don't make any money on it. Yeah. But it's so much fun to fucking do. I know. <laughs> and, and to know that I have the time to do something like this when my previous life of working and managing restaurants, I couldn't even take a day off for mm-hmm. myself, yeah. let alone have people over, like have the energy to have people over and talk to people. Yeah. And yeah. then edit and put this out. Like it, it's, like it's a, a lot, lot of, time, of work. I was thinking about work, like how you know? much work it is for you. Because like for me, I just show up. 
and drive home. Like, I don't have to do anything. But, like, you have to set up this whole thing. You have to edit it. You have to uh, upload it. Pineapple memorabilia. (laughs) Yeah. He has to put all the pineapples back when we leave. That's what that is. Not a massage bed. That's a suitcase of pineapples. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He's going to, like, hit a drawer and all these pineapples are going to go, oh. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, but but it's it's so much fun because like, you know, I went to school for this back in the day. Yeah. And never, you know, I did my stuff with it that I did, but it didn't pursue it. But it's always found a way back into my life. So to be able to do this and again, like, hang out with friends, yeah, it's it's just it's that reminder that the changes that I made in my life were difficult to make, but this is like the outcome and this is the the, the joy and the fun that I get to have now because. I don't put 70 hours in to a fucking job that just wants to get people drunk and treat Mm -hmm. their staff like shit, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. No offense to any good restaurants out there. And the restaurants I worked at were good. Yeah. But when you boil it down, everybody's just a fucking number. Yeah. And whether you can put whatever kind of like smile and happiness and employee incentive program behind it that you want... We're all just fucking numbers. Very much. Cut just like that. Mm. Very much. And that just, that disturbs me and I can't Mm -hmm. be a part of that. Yeah. 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 I know it's crazy how I never thought I'd be a server this long, but it just keeps something about it just keeps pulling me back in. But yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like easy, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's it's those things that like you you know, yeah. right? You know what you're getting yourself into. You know that you can manage the difficult times. You know that there's income that comes in that yeah. just justifies it. Right? Like I know how the game works. Exactly, yeah. right? And it, once you know the rules of the game, you can justify playing the game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's easier than getting it's like into Right. I don't know what I don't, I don't know, know how to know. play Baccarat, but Neither you know, I. I hear about it. But they have good odds. Yeah. But it, you know, but our, our psyche works the same way. You yeah. know, we we wrap ourselves in these lies and these like razor blade and, and you know barbed wire lace blankets, thinking that we're being comfortable because it's just the trauma that we know, mm-hmm. and we're afraid to step out of it because we could be inviting in more trauma. <laughs> but there could also be a marshmallow fucking blanket right there, right? Right, it's the I most know. comfortable thing you've ever put on. But we're used to being cut and stabbed, so it's okay. We we know what that feels like, yeah. right? And so we find safety within that in some kind of way mm-hmm. it's like that trauma bonding kind of shit yeah you know well the devil you know is easier than the devil you don't exactly yeah. exactly but i think for me like 2023 felt like the first real year since covid yeah you know it actually felt like a year it felt like there were like habitual things that were happening I wasn't you really know. wearing ma- I, you know i put on a mask a couple times i don't mm-hmm. think i did it all I think, you know yeah no, i did I a couple I did times if i wasn't feeling well or things like that oh yeah mm-hmm. i guess or that, if, yeah. leading yeah. up to beyonce's concert i was just like i'm not risking getting fucking covid right. so i'm wearing a mask <laughs> for yeah. a week at a time i think that's actually a good point yeah i guess 2023 did did kind of feel quote normal yeah Yeah. like had a regular work schedule i didn't have yeah yeah there's one place that i still go that uh up until maybe even march was still requiring a mask and it was uh, the 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 deprivation tank that i go to Mm. and it was just you know get in you have to have a mask until you get to your the most isolating activity requires (laughs) you to wear a mask cool you know but they're very they're very cautious and now they just have a sign up that says recommends right you know but that was kind of like that marker for me of like, because they were the last place. They were like the last holdout. And I only go there once a month. And it's yeah. not a big deal. I don't fucking care. Whatever. And like, I don't believe that that's helping. <laughs> but, you know, for, for a COVID prevention, I, that's just my personal opinion. I don't think that it helps. But yeah. but I was respecting his, 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 yeah. his business. Yeah. I'm patronizing yeah. his business. So, hey, man, uh, I got no, I don't qualms with it, right? It's just personal uh, preference. And uh, 
but uh, but that was my like delineated factor of like, oh, hey, all right, just suggested now. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That cool. now we're finally yeah. over the hill. Good yeah. for uh, you. Like one of the managers at the coffee shop that I go to by my house, like wore a mask for like the last three years, and I didn't even fucking recognize her without it. It's yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. She was kind of one of probably the last, you know. It's kind of, I remember when I stopped having to, I went to the, I flew a couple times, so like you didn't have to wear them at the airport. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is, this is a little bit easier. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, for having someone who wears fucking glasses. It's just, oh, oh yeah, I know. Constantly fogged up. Christ. It's been a long three years for glasses, glasses wearers. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, to look like a fucking dork all the time. <laughs> it's pretty tough. No, yeah. not even that. You just can't see. Cause I, anytime I wear glasses and I had a mask on, it immediately fogged up yeah. every time I took a breath out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I just pretty much didn't. I mean, I'm fortunate that it's like I could see in well enough without glasses. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, you know, fuck, eight years ago I decided, yeah, shit being blurry far away kind of blows. Yeah. 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 So let's just like fucking see what the shit that is. Instead of being like, ah, some mayo looking thing over there. <laughs> I had a, so I was in Alaska last week. Uh, Alaska was, week. Alaska week. Alaska week. Yes. Uh, I was talking to a friend and, uh, and she's a, a natural person, you know, mm-hmm. makes her own, actually she has her own skin line, uh, products and stuff, but said when she was younger, she was, uh, trying to make her own, uh, contact solution. And so she made, looked it up online or whatever and found a, a recipe and she made her own contact solution and dipped her contacts in those, popped them in, went out, had her night, partied and all that stuff. Said she got home. And was a little drunk, and she went to take her contacts out. She'd been in for hours, like six, eight hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, she took them out, and she said when she took them off, there was like she could see something like dangling down from the contact. And uh, and she said, and her eye just immediately started hurting, uh, just profusely bad. And so she put her hand over her eye and started screaming. And uh, what had happened was the solution she made made her retina dis- uh, oh her cornea, oh made her cornea uh, come off on both eyes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so <laughs> apparently, though, this is the fun, interesting part. I, I can't tell you, like, how horrified I am right now. Oh, that, yeah. that is, like, my worst, like, eyes and fingernails. Yeah. I have another oh my interesting God. context for Oh, my God. But so, so this person went to the doctor and they, you know, said, okay, yeah, you detached your corneas. Put uh, patches on both eyes for three days. This person had to have you know patches and people helping her out. Uh, but after three days, your corneas grow back. Oh shit! Yeah, they just fucking regenerate. I was like, this well, is like, the most like horrifying story. That's gonna have the worst ending because like woman blinded deal. herself. Ugh. Oh my god, that's crazy. Ugh. I had a buddy in high school. Just one more interesting contact story that I know could happen. But I had a buddy in high school uh, that. Uh, it was when the, the, the leave-in contacts first came out, and you could leave them in for, like, multiple days and mm-hmm. have them take them out all the time. Well, he left his in for, like, six weeks. It just, like, would sleep in him, and we'd party in him, you know, party and shit, you know? So, like... Uh, and so one day, he went to go take them out, and he couldn't because his eye had grown a film on top of them. Oh! And oh. so he had to get them surgically removed. Oh, my God. And then he had a little divot in his... Like uh, a little crater. Yeah, oh, totally. my it took, God. It, I can't remember how long it took for it to normalize, but it took a while. And so it obstructed his vision because he kind of was like looking like to a... He said it looked like he was looking to a fishbowl. Holy <laughs> shit. <God> damn. <laughs> People, take well, care of your yeah, eyes. Well, well, yeah, yeah, that's why they took uh, the contraceptive sponges off the market. When they did that? 
they took those off the market. The female contraceptive uh-huh. sponges, they took those off the market because women were leaving them in for fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, mean, that's how you get toxic shock. Toxic yeah. shock, You can't yeah. be doing that. But, like, that's, that's fucking... I had a, foreign bodies, man. Yeah. yeah. There was a, a, a helper that we had that worked at uh, one of the restaurants I was at that, uh, that suffered from toxic shock. Mm. And this person was... I would say in her fifties, sixties, maybe, man. and um, and and she was very much like a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like it was like stunted growth, yeah. um, per, uh, uh, um, emotional, uh, personal growth, and uh, yeah, it was very interesting working with this person. But she was great. But it, it just like for the first few months, I just had to keep reminding myself that though you look like you're, you could be my grandmother. Yeah. Um, the mentality of that teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was, hard to kind of wrap my head around for a little bit but yeah 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 you gotta take care of your body mm-hmm. yeah fucking hell man but uh so 2023 Tuh. uh so outside of being the first normal year like what was uh like some music some, uh, some highlights the james I, webb telescope was pretty fun for me oh yeah seeing yeah. space yeah. like that fucking much yeah. better than whatever the hell i didn't come up with yeah <laughs> That was really cool to see. But space it felt like, like forever ago that that happened, and I just have to. I, I that's the thing, kind of that I hold on to this year because there's a lot of bad shit that's happened this year, or not. I yeah. mean, just heavy shit that's happened this year yeah. and still happening. Yeah. And it's like, that's one really cool thing that all of humanity could, humanity could share together. Yeah. I read a theory uh, uh, earlier um, that uh, about black holes, and um, they were talking about how. You know, with the the energy that a black hole or that a that a uh, they're theorizing the, the the Big Bang puts off is is comparable to the um, the energy that is within the black hole. Mm-hmm. So the idea that they're working with is like does does the Big Bang create its own black hole? And if it does, does that <coughs> explain why there's all these black holes? in the universe and is each one of those black holes a big bang <laughs> with its own universe right. within it yeah, yeah, yeah and then all those black holes within thinking those. about stuff like this breaks my brain yeah well they're like the big thing is string theory right mm-hmm. or m theory right and that's like the biggest provable and that's interesting that it's provable multiple dimensional theory that they're working with like quantum physics is working with and so these are some of those theories that they're kind of coming up with and now that we can see deeper into space and we can start to like <clears throat> maybe you know, uh, get more clarity or more instruments out there. I know they're sending shit out to other planets now that can even see farther. Uh, You know, it's just interesting to see what they'll find. It's rad. And I think they put uh, sound to a black hole this year too, if I remember correctly. I think I remember hearing about that. That's fucking Haunting sounds. That's what, I think it was right when you got your symbol because I remember hearing that for the first time and being like, holy shit, that sounds like a black hole because I know what a black hole sounds like now. I actually got it. um, uh, I ordered another gong. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude. 2023 was the year of the water wheel, bro. Yes. <laughs> the the iconic era of the water wheel. As I look, I've never uh. seen it move. <laughs> <laughs> the winds pushed it a few times. Uh, yeah. Remember when we had those gale force winds and they told yeah. us to batten down the hatches? It moved ever so slightly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, the wheel of the way of the water yeah, is wheel. It, was that? Was that? That was twenty twenty. Yeah, that was this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, it was a good multi-month project. It was. Yeah, we ended up rolling it back here like the Mayans. Yeah. Like we just had fucking PVC pipes and we just put it on top and rolled it and moved one. Did it in front make a cool it. sound like? <laughs> 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 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a PVC when pipe? When he threw him down, it was like... Yes, it did, actually. Cool. It's like those... They have those... There's like an instrument now where like people are putting together like two-inch, three-inch pipes... And then running tubes through like angles. Playing them. Yeah, and then playing them with like paddles. Nice. Yeah, with it's the fucking, with the scrambled egg paddles. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like anything's an instrument. Like DIY xylophone, basically? More or less. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like I playing cr- uh, Crazy Train on that. Yeah. I've seen yeah, that yeah, yeah. That's oh, oh, I know what you're well, talking about. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. I've got on like, I wouldn't say wormholes on them, but like it just happens sometimes. Yeah, like, it's a very satisfying sound. Yeah, totally. Well, and I'm big into just finding weird sounds right now. Yeah. Like for my sound bath stuff, like this guy gave me a, a whole list of, uh, he's a percussionist and he gave me a whole list of fucking things to make weird noises. I'm cool. like, yes, that's all I want. I should loan you my Zoob tube. Oh, is that like the whoop? It's, no, no, no. That, <laughs> it's a, they were fucking big in the early '90s. It's a huge. It's basically a shipping tube with two cups on the end of it, mm. with a huge spring that runs down it. You okay. pluck the spring, and it makes space sounds. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is ironic yeah, because space, that. there is no sound in space. Oh, oh! fucking Sandy Bullock <laughs> gravity. <laughs> Fucking hell. You can totally edit this out. No. This, what the fuck was in that joint you gave me? I had one hit and I am so high right now. I am having an existential crisis right now. I am outside of my body. I literally never smoke weed when I'm here with you. I I never smoke weed with you guys. And today I was like, oh, I don't have anything to do for a little while. I'll have one little hit. My tolerance is up again. I'm smoking weed at the end of the night. I literally have one hit of that and I am flying on Jupiter right now. I'm like, I have to drive. I'm going to have to sit on your couch for an hour. I'm not going to be able to leave, Adam. We'll watch like Rick and Morty. Uh, Cool. I'm going to tell you, as soon as we end this podcast, I'm going to have to go into silent mode. I'm not kidding you. I am struggling right now to getting through that black hole talk. I was having a panic attack. I took everything in me to stay in my body, talking about the existence of a black hole and how the universe ends and starts. <laughs> I'm having strong city right now. Remember, remember when you- and then I'm like trying to act all serious and then I get really aware that all of us are trying to pretend like we're not on fucking cloud nine right now or fucking, I don't know where we are right now. Oh, Different God. galaxy and we're all being oh, like very... Man. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. Can we all admit like, that I am so fucked? What is Tyson. in this? What is in this? <laughs> so I've had mojito. So so it's funny. What remember, is remember in, in this? High school when you'd smoke some really good shit. I am like, violently high. I think high. it's laced. Like, yeah. like your dealer like added more expensive drugs to your fucking shitty twenty sack. I am violently high. <laughs> violently. High. Violently yeah. high. Dude, that's how the guy described it. I'm like, let's go. There was. So there was one time in high school, we used to meet at different people's houses before school and, and just smoke weed. Because we all had a late arrival. That's weird, dude. You were the only person to do that. I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. We're such innovators. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so we were at our buddy's house and uh, I can't remember. Somebody else got the weed, right? It usually was me or my other buddy, yeah, but somebody else brought the weed. And there was like six or seven of us, a lot more than normal. And we were like taking uh, 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 shots of vodka and orange juice. And, uh, <laughs> oh, like, like, you know, like half weed. vodka, half orange totally, juice. Yeah, yeah. Totally. 
and uh, and smoking blunts and uh, and we're smoking the blunts and they just like kind of tasted weird you know and we're like whatever you know smoking blunts and then uh, so we and I'm driving right and so then we get to school and I got three people in the car with me the truck with me and I pull up and I'm like I I I can't I can't do this yeah I can't I'm I'm too high right now <laughs> yes. this doesn't happen like I was a professional smoker by then right. you know like I was putting like down pounds and fucking yeah. shit, you know, like, and, and I'm like, and then I could, I could feel the whiteness starting to happen. I'm like, Oh my God. Like I'm used to being that level of high and drunk that I was at, mm. which sounds terrible for an 18 year old, 17 year old. But, um, but it was different. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I can't go in. So if anybody wants to go into school, go in, but I got to go somewhere else. And uh, I can't go learn right now, guys. <laughs> and uh, the, the other truck uh, car pulled up next to me, and it was like the same thing. They're like, well, well, this is too fucked up. So, like, okay, let's just go with IHOP. And uh, so, went with IHOP and picked up somebody else that was just running ditching class on the way. Yeah, so, some other uh, road scholar who was <laughs> yeah, exactly. in between the so, honors classes. At the time. So, we had one person with us that was not as high as all of us. Yeah. Right? Because they didn't smoke the same weed. So, we went to IHOP. And we were just sitting there in the booth, like these fucking stone little fucking teenagers, just like, uh, I should eat, but like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Mm-hmm. And turns out, we find out later on, we, we like throughout the IHOP experience, we sobered up enough to be like, okay, I feel, I feel like normal-ish, but somebody did lace it and somebody put Coke in it. Oh yeah. And so That'll do it. I, and at that point I wasn't, I wasn't doing Coke. So yeah. like, it was just like that kind of like queasy, uppy mm-hmm. kind of like, but oh, it's such a disgusting feeling. Yeah. I always, I Especially heard, when you're not like prepared for it. Of <laughs> totally. Frosted flakes. Yeah. It was not a fun thing. Yeah, like even when I awful. did Coke, I didn't, I didn't lace my uh, weed with it. No. The only thing I did lace weed with was uh, um, we would either coat the blunts with. Um, well, we would do sherm insides. So we would roll little uh, little pinners uh, joints and then dip them in sherm or the formaldehyde. Cut them up into little bitty pieces and then roll a blunt and then sprinkle the pieces in. Jesus. Um, and that was great because wow, yeah, that was uh, wow. And then sometimes Jesus. we would also. I've done a lot of weed related shit and i i she was like whoa you put <laughs> we've like done a, a lot. california burrito going to fucking chipotle not, trying to get two tortillas yeah this is just like sharing stories i'm not talking this up at all but uh, and then the other thing we would do is because you know coating cough syrup was big back down mm-hmm. down there and so we would coat blunts with coating cough syrup and sometimes we would do the sherm blunts with the coating cough syrup wow. and then the key was though you'd have to microwave it for like 15 seconds just so you can kind of seal it i mean at least y'all were being in um uh creative oh yeah you know oh yeah definitely, Ingen- definitely. ingenuity while they did yeah, this shit. yeah. <laughs> it was fun dude we uh we actually were very creative with the way we smoked weed mm. and it was uh it was fun yeah now, again not advocating but just yeah thinking back upon the, the younger <laughs> years of adam yeah then we yeah. kind of pat yourself on the back for some of that it requires <laughs> so a lot of ingenuity not, yeah, so what's the opposite of an advocate uh, that's a really good question. Like, like there's got to be a definition. Protester, maybe. Yeah, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely. You're not doing that either, though. Well, there's like uh, <laughs> antagonist and protagonist, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm uh, sure there's a word. Yeah. That when I'm not. I don't know. Let's in the hey, current Kenzie, state, let's just, I can think of. Let's make this the, the next forty minutes about Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not here. So, I'm invisible. So when you did that open mic <laughs> no! night Seinfeld monologue in seventh grade, in which you just plagiarized all. It wasn't of your... an open mic. It was my talent show. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> 
That's still one of my favorite things. Oh I really want to God. see that. God, I just remember. Oh my God, the the one I remember. Did I tell you this joke? I must have. Please do it. Again. My, I, in my, I, I almost remember, but we'll circle back because it was like a year and a half ago. Um, the the joke that I remember telling that killed was like talking about lying, going scuba diving with my uncle so I could fit into Jerry Seinfeld's scuba diving story. So I altered it a little bit to make it realistic. Um, he said, you know, he hooked me up with all these scuba diving things I needed, you know, waterproof this and waterproof that and goggles. And he also gave me a waterproof wallet. Why? So if I run into a sea turtle, I can break a 50? <laughs> Is that the most Jerry Seinfeld joke you've ever heard? <laughs> what do I we mean, need a waterproof wallet? In case I run into a sea turtle that can break a 50? <laughs> Killed. As an eighth grader, wearing overalls at her school talent show. <laughs> that Kosh joke Bagosh. fucking laid oh, everyone out. Good for you. Yeah. I, That's I, the confidence I, you need. I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even fucking wear overalls until fucking literally I was like 31 years old. There, I, if I it wasn't so times. hard to go to the bathroom with them, yeah, with, without dropping anything in the toilet or on the ground, oh, yeah, it I is kind of a that. bummer to get fully undressed and then have to like uh, hold everything up and then go to the bathroom. Not the waist is fucking. Ball but wearing out. them yeah. is the best. Yeah. Especially I just wish they, they were have, easier. Like, sweatpan overalls. I just like... wish I could like unzip the crotch and still wear the like if I can wear them. All day. Why can't I wear them while I'm going to the bathroom? Right. You know? Maybe having one of those like full zip crotches. Yeah. Know? God, I love overalls. They're great. Or butt flaps. <laughs> butt flaps. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, that's a stressful scenario. We no, do that on a podcast. Yeah. I have the a onesie that has a one little so trapdoor. So not worth it. I, uh, <laughs> so not man, worth it. So I had an experience that not not wearing uh, a onesie or having a butt flap, but it would make me never want to have anything with a butt flap. But I was working at a restaurant as a server. And I was going on my break, and so I went to the bathroom and rolled blunt. And so I sat down on the toilet, and I have a little server book out, and I'm like breaking up my shit, and I'm rolling my blunt, and I, you know, finish up, and I stand up, and something slaps me in the back of the legs, and I was like, what the fuck was that? And I turn around, my butt towel that I wear as a server was on my butt, and I sat down, and it dripped in the no! toilet. No! And when I stood up, it slapped me in the back, oh. so I had toilet ah! water all over the back That's worse than the cornea story. <laughs> oh, so all these stories are horrible. So pissed. <laughs> I've heard so many phones drop in toilets. And, oh, oh I, you know what I mean? Like, it's my uh, number one fear. I've as never soon as one, I luckily. No. Always in the front pocket, if any pocket at all. And if not, I'm like, I'm holding it with my neck or my, like... Yeah. 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 I won't it's even do like beard. a like a sweatshirt or a hoodie pocket. Mm -hmm. Like no front pocket. Like in the, in the oh the side. kangaroo pouch. Well, that's yeah. safer. If it's just a one like a zip up hoodie and you or my my cardigans, I don't trust a cardigan pocket unless I can. No, play. they're too. You can't trust. Yeah. You're very right. Yeah. I feel very vulnerable with the cardigan pocket. <laughs> yeah, they're very loose. <laughs> it's so real though. Yeah. If you put key, oh, the stress I'm thinking about putting like something very important like a wallet or keys in a cardigan pocket. Say goodbye to both of them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what was your favorite thing or music that you listened to? Doesn't have to be new. Oh, Renaissance for sure, hands down. Right. Oh, did that count? No, I think it was 2022. It doesn't matter. It's just when like according to Spotify, it was Tracy Chapman and Typo Negative. 
Oh, that, that was the thing. Okay, so this was the thing. I texted Adam a couple like a couple weeks ago, right after our last podcast, because we were doing our Spotify wrap. Oh, wraps. Beyonce. Yeah, and I was like, I ha- I was like, how is there no Beyonce on my top? Like, I was having an existential crisis, thinking like, am I not the human I think I am? Am I not the kind of Beyonce fan that I think I am? Like, I'm sure. You've been fucking lying. I listened to it. Yeah, lying to, to myself and to everyone. Of listeners. So, well, just myself for years. Like, I was really thinking, like, do I not think I'm the person I think I am? Like, what are these top songs? And there is a, on Tidal, which is not Spotify, which is the one I have, because it's Beyonce's, or it used to be Jay-Z's and Beyonce's um, app. They have a most listened to, and then a separate category that's most listened to in 2023. And on that list, I had, like, five Beyonce songs in my top ten. So I came down off the Mountie Spiral. So... Even though Alabama is up there to most listen wow. somewhere, maybe of all time. Fuck. Who knows? <laughs> but I, I needed to clear that up for myself and for okay. everyone to have on-air accountability yeah. that I am, in fact, a Beyonce fan. Yeah. It was really giving me a I'm lot of stress. It kept up. me up at night. Yeah, I, was I can like, imagine. It's like you're starting your I was like, like what are these songs? I haven't listened like to these songs, I don't think, in forever. <clears throat> so I don't trust title now. But yeah, All right, well. Uh, let me see. Oh, Pink Friday too. I'm really enjoying that right now. Yeah, right on. I don't think I've had gotten a Pink Friday. I really enjoy the New Blue Sun, the new Andre 3000. I was album. gonna guess. I lift that. I listened to it so much. But before that came out, like I, I talked about this last year, but um, uh, that Black Thought album, Cheat Codes. But it put me into because I've always listened to the Roots. I've loved the Roots. Yeah. But it wasn't the Roots. Yeah, like I've never been like a fanatic mm-hmm. uh, about them. But I, I've appreciated them. But even more so, they're like their later stuff. Like, um, you know, Things Fall Apart is a great album, but, you know, some like the Tipping Point, uh, Game Theory, like the later albums came out. I, I don't know. I, I recognize more with those. But so hearing that Cheat Codes album and hearing Black Thought as a solo artist really put me onto him uh, to go deeper. And so I've been listening to like all his solo shit. Yeah. And he's got this, these three albums called Streams of Thought, and they're just fucking amazing. And it's like, it's just inspiring to hear that level of like wordplay and like the shit he talks about. Yeah. And it's so interesting. Cause like a lot of, the, there's some of the stuff that he talks about that, like, I don't fucking know. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. And so I'm in a point now where I'm like, I can, I can say, okay, well what the hell is that? And it gives me an opportunity to look into that. And I'm like, Oh shit. That's this person from this time frame from this era that had this impact. It's yeah. Like watching Archer. Yeah. yeah, right, exactly. But more in a like philo- philosophical listening. way. Yeah. You know? yeah, it was it was very interesting. So it's been a cool ride to like go down that. And that's kind of put me back into like, I mean, just been listening to a lot of old school shit. Yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, got I back still. Back into Wu Tang, you know. Uh, yeah, for just sure. Really love that. Um, I still think about Black Thoughts freestyle, his like 20 minute freestyle. Oh, my God. It's like so that just crazy. never took a breath. Yeah. Just crazy. And it's all like jaw-droppingly good yeah there's no there's no like repetitive lines no there's like no... fill in space yeah it all made like, sense and it, oh, shit. it was wild i just respect that there's there's uh, uh, studies out there now that are bringing people like that in that uh, that have that kind of uh, freestyle mentality whether yeah. through it uh, through uh, verbal arts or painting arts and putting like electrodes on their heads and seeing like how their brain works mm. in those moments and uh, I don't know what any of the studies are yet, but it's cool that they're doing that. Yeah. Because that's like, you're, you're almost, you almost have to reach this level of personal confidence 
to let go of control and just know that whatever's going to happen is going to be the thing that needs to happen. You know what it is? It's a meditative mindset. Exactly. Like you're fully with it and aware, but you have to be in a meditative, I'm not thinking, but I'm thinking at the same time mindset. Like, you know, dance like no one's watching. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't be thinking about the next word that you're going to say and if it's going to be good because you can't, you don't have time for that. Yep. You just you know, gotta, as, the, as you have, that's why they call it flow. You have to pull me off the fucking floor. <laughs> oh, you have to have Robin. Oh, shit. Well, where's Robin wherever we meet? You yeah. know, where's, yeah. oh, he's already out on the floor. Fucking legs Robin over <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fuck. Have you seen the uh, the uh, the video going around where somebody's superimposed or edited in the uh, Elaine dancing into like all of these different famous movie and like fucking TV scenes. No. Oh my god, it's the, little the kicks. funniest shit in the world, and it's it's so good. Seamless, it's seamless. It's so fucking good. To I can't see. think of a better video to watch mm. later. I'll have to, I can't believe I haven't sent it to you. No, I can't. Yeah. I can't either. It comes up a lot on my feed for some well, reason. Apparently, I like it all the time. Yeah. Know? Fucking hell. <laughs> Am I not important enough for Elaine dance videos? You know where to send those. Sometimes right to my I DMs. Feel like I send you too many things. No, you never do. Right. It might take me a couple of days. It might take me a couple of days to get through. Like I'll binge and purge, kind of like yeah. I won't go on for like a week and then I'm on for is three this days Instagram straight. Or is this TikTok? Uh, TikTok, but it, but he's TikTok. not on. Oh wait, you are on TikTok. I, I should, am, but I don't really. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I send it to his Instagram, uh, and then he sends me stuff. It's just funny, stupid videos uh, or uh, freestyle rap stuff. He sends me all that. Uh, yeah. yeah. If it's, yeah, when you send shit on Facebook to uh, or on uh, on fucking our text uh, with TikTok, I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I would send them to you too. Um, no, but I'm you're not, on. I'm fa- not upset. I'm <laughs> I know, but you're on Facebook, and I'm never on Facebook. Oh. And so you're not on the other ones, so beat my MySpace. I deleted my MySpace. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. yeah, I might be able to still find yours though. You can. It's the the pictures are still there. My kids found them. Oh. <laughs> You're like, Dad, we found our pictures. We're kids. I'm like, cool, great, Sweet. awesome. Cool. Yeah, I had an employee that <laughs> circled those around the office in, in official emails for like two weeks straight, <laughs> nine years after the fact. It's <laughs> pretty funny though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we talked about this uh, before we hit the record button. But did did you guys uh, have you seen the new Scarface uh, Tiny Desk Mm-mm. concert? No. God damn it! It's the fucking. It's so good. I don't know if you've listened to Scarface growing up, you know, Mary Jane and, yeah. you know, My Block and shit. You he know, was in the, he's Ghetto Boys, right? He was in the Ghetto mm-hmm. Boys, yep, yep. Him and, uh, yeah, there was two other dudes. But yeah, the new Scarface Tiny Desk is fucking dope as shit. It's really fucking good. Like, it's, like, nostalgically good. All right, well, check yeah. that one out. It's good shit. Do you, uh, do you do resolutions for next year? Or releasing something for this year? No, I mean, I never really thought of it like that because, I, you know, it's like, you know, I kind of, I would say I kind of have like maybe kind of personal goals, but those, I wouldn't really call those resolutions to like maybe kind of, you know, in the past it was, okay, I got to fucking, you know, shit for a long time. It was okay. I got to figure out, I got to quit th- quit drinking, cut down on drinking, figure out a way to have a better relationship with alcohol, which, yeah. you know, and <laughs> figured out was not having one <laughs> it's amazing how that worked out but it's like i don't really think of like new year's resolutions like that because most people don't really follow through with them i'm kind of the same way in that i have ideas of like okay what would make 2024 maybe better yeah um but i i don't know if i really kind of put that shit down because mm-hmm. that is just a way to kind of 
at times I have a tendency to be hard on myself for sitting there finding one other thing that I did or did not do. Right, it's setting yourself up for disappointment, yeah. What the fuck is the point of making January 17th an example of why you didn't fucking follow through on X, Y, and Z? Mm -hmm. Or or you can just be like, well, fucking maybe start in February, whatever it is. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 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 tough uh, with that because we do like set these big grand expectations, yeah. and a lot of them are outside it's of great the, for fucking like, gym owners. Well, and it's like we we yeah we set ourselves up for failure because a lot of times we know down deep that we haven't made the commitment to be that kind of person before. So you know what's going to change that now? Yeah, and we're making these big plans when you know let's let's you know make these plans definitely, but you know small achievable goals, you mm-hmm. know. But I think really it's the kindness as we do or don't reach these goals that we hold ourselves to. <clears throat> there's a there's a, a new term that's been going around um, that's really interesting, kind of plays into this. It's called holistic derangement syndrome. Um, and that's not like an official term. That's just kind of like a bookmark I've heard people use. Uh, but basically, so um, the way I've heard it uh, and the way I kind of like uh, recognize with it is um, all the information we have out now to like, biohack our bodies or to do you know like ten thousand steps before you know breakfast and you know cold plunges and all these things yeah. right so we have these theoretical things that that are provable that improve our life and our health and our well-being and all this stuff vegetarianism or whatever it is right but a lot of us still even with that knowledge don't do it mm-hmm. right and so whether it's for whatever reason right we don't have time we don't have money we don't have the abilities we don't have the willpower whatever it is right but so the idea with this is like just the just the idea that that information's out there and it's still unachievable for you to do cause your depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. right? Not not even trying it, not even you know having attempted it, but just knowing that it's there and that you're not doing it. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of that same idea. It's like there's all this stuff out there that we can look at and hold ourselves accountable for. And a lot of us do in these unrealistic ways, you know, it's kind of like going into a library and looking at all the knowledge that's there. Like every answer you could ever need is in this room, Mm -hmm. but being depressed because you know, you'll not find the right book that has it. Right. Right. Uh, God, the story of my fucking life. So, uh, so, you know, new year's resolutions, a lot of people like try to, you know, be more fitness minded and shit. Um, the actor, uh, Kamal and Johnny, got fucking absolutely yoked for one of those Avengers movies. Or okay. One of those, I don't know which one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, he, he looked good. Uh, he's got... Uh, he played in the Eternals, but he's, well, no, he's but in everything. What do I know him from? Uh, he was in Silicon Valley. That's what I know him from. But uh, he's the... Uh, Oh, he's got like the Afro or the the like he's, bushy hair. I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah, yeah. You, anyway, you'll know him as soon as you see him. Anyway, he got completely fucking just jacked for this Marvel movie that okay. I haven't seen, but he was just like, and it, it like brought on a whole fucking wave of shit. A oh whole, yeah, a whole yeah, bunch yeah. of wave Holy of shit, shit for him, like emotionally for fucking like you know. Then he's just like, I started like nitpicking my body and fucking like, oh my body's not perfect, and he right. started having all this shit, and it's all because of this. Then he was also point. He's like. This was also achievable because I had a fucking nutritionist and I, this was a full-time thing yeah. I did for six to eight months. Right. You know, where this was my job to get fucking jacked. So there's like so many things at play and he's acknowledging yeah. the fucking overwhelming negative aspect of it first. Right. Which is just like this fucked with my brain. Yeah. yeah. It's just so fucking funny. You yeah. Know? It's tough. Yeah. The body image just... 
that's built into our culture, whether we recognize it or not, is is really tough. It's mm-hmm. just it's just tough, you know. And as we, you know, we people don't. I remember I was actually I was at the host stand at my job, and I could hear uh, this family right by the host stand, and the, um, I think it was like an eight year old or five year old, whatever. It was, fucking age enough to know and they had mentioned social media and the parents like well adults can have social media but you're not old enough and i'm like oh that's a good point blah blah she's like there's a couple things she's like one thing is also people only post the good things on social media she's like laying this out to a kid i'm just like fucking hey this is exactly what kids need to hear though i'm not fucking posting all the bad shit you're not reality i'm doing this you're not yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah it is you know yeah tough shit it is. Yeah, and when they're growing up with that as, as a reality, then and nothing to really base it off of unless you give context to it. Well, shit, you know? it affects adults, too, like that. Oh, like, you know, <clears throat> my marriage doesn't look like that. My relationship doesn't look like that. My house doesn't look like that. My vacations don't look like that. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. There's a, a book I'm reading right now called The End of Averages, and it talks about a lot about how, you know, like individualism was kind of, put by the wayside i think 1870 is when they started looking at the population in america as an average um so the average you know woman looks like this average man looks like this the you know, average work hours average all this shit right and we wanted to try to be an average and uh it was called taylorism mm-hmm. and um and, mm-hmm. and even with the schools you know we tried to like you know create what an average is and then we judged the kids out of the average um and so we've constantly been fed this be part of or be better than the average, right? We don't want to be below average. We want to be the above percentile. Average, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think we're just now getting to a point in life where the individual is taking back over. And so a lot of this is we're prying that, that, that understanding of like, well, I don't have that and I don't have this. And it almost has to make it blaringly obvious that we're doing it. It's not just like looking across the fence at, you know, the Robinson's fucking boat and be like, oh, they have a boat now. Uh, Right. Susie, we have to get a boat. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Now you look at it, you're faced with it, and you can see, and they can see, and everybody can see that, like, I'm being triggered by this thing, Mm -hmm. right? And it's going to take some time to pull ourselves out of this, but these new generations that are coming around – might have that ability to, to, to separate themselves. So yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting to see like if this. And each generation kind of uses social media differently. Like millennials yeah. are different than Gen Xers and Gen Z is way different how they kind of exist on social media than millennials do. Yeah. So I think hopefully it'll get phased I mean, out maybe within the next couple of centuries. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. Cause I'm still pretty bad with all that shit, but I would definitely say generationally the fonts get fucking bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Gen X. My, my shit, my shit's normal right now, but I think Adam's, oh, mine's as big as Adam's as fucking Adam. Like Adam looks like the top three rows of the fucking eye chart. I'm yeah. like, Holy yeah, shit! Exactly. No shame, man. If you need to side scroll to fucking see your full four letter name, you're fucked. It's too big. It's too you get the big. tablet. Yeah, I do what I can, man. Yeah, I'll bring back the Jinkos so I can carry around a fucking tablet. iPad. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh man! All right. Well, fucking here's the 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. You know, it, it was okay for me. Like I didn't like. Yeah, I, I was mean, vibing. Yeah. I, I, I my mom passed away. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, that but sucks. that's. I mean, it's it's part of life, right? But it it wasn't it it wasn't something that would 
my mom would want to bring the year down by, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, cause uh, she's there pushing that water wheel right now. That's what she's doing. She's, she's right trying her hardest. Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very Faye's heavy. Still working on it out there, very yeah. heavy water wheel. <laughs> As you may or may not be, you're aware. The best cosmic joke she's ever played. So fucking yeah, funny. Monica so wants good. the water wheel. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's been a good year. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've got a lot of good things that happened to us families you know all happy mm-hmm. and healthy we're moving towards you know another good year yeah you know see what happens yeah roll the punches you know do all that fun shit yeah i was ha- this first time i've been pretty happy at work consistently uh that's big. yeah feel and that's big for yeah yeah like i don't mind going to work it's, i mean other than the fact that Serving, I, I don't want to do was forever. Talking but about your staple job, like last week, and I was just like, no, she said it was the fucking best. Like she said, it was the best job she's ever fucking had. And I'm like, I kind of fucking get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, it was no oversight. You're just oh, in a room, expected like, to go through however many piles oh, that you were assigned. You're assigned five I, I, piles. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like. I'm just sitting there like, no, Tiffany, like, she worked with these people for like two and a half weeks and she couldn't pick them out of a lineup. Yeah. Like, she didn't fucking know them at all. I love how much you love this job, too. Because, oh, like, good. I'm so glad someone else is on my level about this job because I will scream to, uh, uh, from the mountaintops about this job. And I wish it was a career I, I could have. Very sociable people. <laughs> yes. You know, but we're very, like, yeah. inward. Oh, dude. It's oh, so I get. Good. I got through books. <laughs> I can get through podcasts. I can make phone dude, calls. I would probably listen to the fucking Bible at that point. Yeah. Like, oh, so I'd be like, I'm, I'm going to fucking go. Do you know and how you, you get think through? I talk shit now? You, Do you think know- I talk shit now? Oh, wait till I get rid of this shit. I want to see how many pages of, or how many hours the audiobooks of the entire Game of Thrones series is. I went from start to finish oh, in like so good. That's, under three that's weeks. That's a teaser for Damn. a 2024 yeah. podcast. Because it was like eight hours a day. Under well, it was probably weeks. more than eight hours a day because I was listening to it on the ride home and like at home too. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's it was impressive. probably... So, oh, so that's the books. one time Kinsey took work home is when she yeah. started the book on tape. Didn't have to interrupt it. it. <laughs> Just like hit the punch card like on Mrs. Doubtfire. Vocal yeah. cords haven't been used at all today. Oh, so good. Yeah. Dude, I heard the they found um, like almost three hours worth of outtakes from Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they want to do a documentary about that. Oh, yeah. that'd be a great one. Really excited to see that. that movie. I'm very excited for Saltburn. That fun. movie Saltburn. Speaking that. of movies, you should look it up. Uh, the, the new Predator too high to explain sequels it. coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, yeah. shit, I haven't even seen yet when you're like movies. I pre, yeah. When you're like, hey, 2023 year interview, it's like moments, music. I'm like, fuck, okay, I don't know if Tracy Chapman's first album is going to fall under the 2023 it music. It should. It should. Actually, got recognized this year, but that's not the Did point. it really? Yeah, it got fucking. She got artists. Oh, she did. Yeah, she got something. She oh, got like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something, something like that. Yeah, she did get some But yeah, no. Year. No new music as per usual. <laughs> yeah. No new stay movies. Stay in your lane. Uh. Just fucking stay in my well, you lane. You saw Barbie, yeah. right? Oh. So was the year of Barbie. Barbie Heimer. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm glad that's the movie that got me to. Wow, fucking A. Got you out. Yeah. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. not sure how I feel about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a good movie. It was a great well, movie. Well, no, no. I mean, it's. But <laughs> the one movie I've seen in the theaters. <laughs> that Robin in like the last seen. 15 fucking years. Actually, I think the one before that was straight out of Compton. 
Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So, like, that years. was like 10, 10 years, ago. years ago. 12 years ago, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> straight out of Compton, Barbie. So, Barbie brought you back out from straight out of Compton. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a wide, Jeez, wide genre of movies that you yeah, see. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, cover a lot of bases there. <laughs> no, Margot Robbie will have that effect on people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ta da. All right. Well, we'll see you next year. We'll see you in 2024. Peace.